Jillian, I'm Caitlin. And I'm Jillian. And we are the hosts of the OK Drama Podcast. We're two friends recap and break down K-dramas one episode at a time. Mm. I'm like mm-hmm. loving the uncanny counter. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. 100%. Really, really, really very good. Um yeah, I just like jumped right in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we uh we are here to talk about episodes eleven and twelve of the Uncanny Counter. Obviously, mm-hmm. I've been loving it, as I just said. Jill's been loving it too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess before we get into everything, please rate and review our podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, five stars only. Hit that little little subscribe. Mm-hmm. I guess is it subscribe or is it just follow on like a Spotify? I think you subscribe to a podcast. I don't know. <laughs> Do the thing that, that, that allows you to get the episodes weekly. Yeah, just just follow us, please. Um, also, we have an Etsy, which is super duper cute. Got a lot of cute pins, mm-hmm. patches, stickers. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? We you also... Patreon. Patreon. You get some bonus content. Mm-hmm. For the month so, of February, we're giving you uh, some good old rom-com. Mm-hmm. To all the boys. And if you like a little spooky spook, Jill and Andrew <laughs> covered... Strangers from Hell. Strangers from Hell, yes. One of my favorites. <laughs> uh-huh. And Cousin David and I covered Sky Castle. I am very excited, you guys, because I got Alex and Cousin David to commit to watching Stranger for Patreon. Wow. And we're going to do extracurricular, but David watched the first episode and he wasn't really feeling it, so <laughs> uh, we're going to do Stranger instead. He, cool. Yeah, which is, I was kind of surprised. I didn't even watch the first episode, but everyone was t- talking about how good it was. So maybe that's one where you kind of need to, like, watch more than the first episode. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. David was like, I, I kind of want to do, like, a legal drama. Because he's so, a legal guy. Because he's, like, a lawyer or something. I don't know. <laughs> Pass the bar exam or something like that. <laughs> Whatever that means. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Also, if you want to get yourself a little treat of the Korean variety, you can go to Taebak Box or Fashion Chingu and use our links. Mm-hmm. We get a little commission to help make more stickers and patches and um, maintain our .com. Yes. By and the way. Our, our yearly uh, Podbean yes. membership. <laughs> our .com is okdrama.com and there's links to everything there. Mm-hmm. Anything you could ever want is on that website. So, I think that's it. Mm-hmm. Can we just jump in? Yes, please. <laughs> okay. Because I have a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. And um, the outlines are, again, kind of, like, sparse because I'm just, like... Yeah, throwing things about. in. Yeah. Yeah. We also um, had to take a break between finishing these episodes and recording so I think at this point, we're both just, like, dying to see what happens next. Mm-hmm. And we've been having to wait for what feels like maybe a week or more. I don't even remember. <laughs> I think it's been, like, a week, and we've been waiting. I think it's been a week episodes. for you. It's been, like, four days for me. but Because you were, like, you watched them, like, the day after we I think we so. recorded, right? Yeah. You're, like, Because I, I saw episode 11, I was like, oh, fuck. Fuck. Oh my god, episode 11. <sighs> and then I had to keep watching. Of course. Okay, well, <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Let's, let's just get into it. Yes. All right. The Netflix synopsis of episode 11 says, The counters struggle in a mismatched fight against an increasingly dangerous Zhongxin and the other demons. Motok's memories resurface. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ba-ba-ba. So, 
we are exactly where we left off on episode 10. Samoon is kidnapped by Changshin's evil spirit gang, and the rest of the counters are starting to realize that Changshin is recruiting other evil spirits. Not good. No. That man is organized, and now he has a suit, so people take him more <laughs> seriously. <laughs> so, um, yeah. He is living his best life, honestly, right now. Um, so Changshin and his gang type So Moon and they beat him up and it's really sad. He's like a freaking hostage being <laughs> like tied up in a warehouse. It's mm-hmm. awful. And he's just like a poor little boy who doesn't have his powers anymore. And the guys are even like, I thought he was supposed to be strong. <laughs> 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 um so yeah. Uh Changshin makes a video call to the counters and shows them how badly he beats So Moon, and of course they're like, "What the fuck is happening?" Poor baby So Moon. So they rush over to the warehouse, and again, these evil spirits are very organized. They and that like husband murdering demon knows everyone's positions, which I thought was kind of crazy. Yes, my prediction was wrong. He was not murdered and burned in that car. So I don't know who the fuck's body that was. <laughs> like, I'm, yeah. I'm still like, who was that? Who did they yeah. kill? Who? I don't know. I, don't know. I, I guess maybe they were like, this is a body no one would miss. <laughs> I don't <laughs> they know. just took one from the morgue? Yeah. <laughs> but like a homeless person or something? I don't know. Yeah. Um, really sad, guys. That happens. It does happen. People just go missing, and it's really awful. Okay. Um, but that's not what we're talking about right now. (laughs) They're organized, and, um, the demon, husband murdering demon, I feel like I should know her name, but I don't, and she's been in so many episodes, and I keep thinking, like, at first I was like, eh, she won't be important. I don't need to know her name. Yeah, like, just a one-off story of... Uh-huh. A demon. But she keeps popping up, and I'm like, I just know her as husband murdering demon now, so <laughs> sorry. Okay, so she tells everybody about the, the team, and they isolate Mayok and plan to kill her first since she is the healer, which is smart, but also, like, devastating, mm-hmm. because she's the oldest and, I guess, like, the least equipped to fight. <sighs> and I felt really sad and scared for her. <laughs> Yeah, the f- fighting was intense. Yeah, for real. And nonstop. <laughs> mm-hmm. They were, like, beating to kill. Not just, like, those bullies mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. were, like, being shitheads, but ultimately, like, you knew no one was going to die. These people yeah. are, like, fucking killing people. Okay. So then Changshin and the husband-murdering demons start fighting Motak and Hana, and they're, like, again, going at it. Um, but Hana and Motak are, you know, younger and better at fighting, so it's almost evenly matched. Mm-hmm. But then I think Changshin kills one of the other demons and eats the soul to, like, power up, I guess. Mm-hmm. But one of the souls escapes and goes into So Moon, and then the soul is transported to Jung, which was... Surprising for everybody involved. Everyone was like, what? What is Yeah. They're like, where'd the soul come from? Who are you? (laughs) And that poor soul is just Um, like, what? Where am I? No. Not accompanied by anyone. Oh my god. And you just hear someone wailing, like, help me, help Mm -hmm. me. And it's like, really sad, because again, he's just a little high school baby tied up. Yeah, he's completely helpless and powerless. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so our noodle gang is in bad shape. And again, someone is, like, despondent, keeps calling out for help. Um, and then the spirits and young are like, guys, I think we need to go help. Mm-hmm. So, um, Wigan, like, goes back into someone's body, essentially. But... Uh, Changshin and his crew leave after um, the Noodle Gang seems like they've been beaten. Like, fucking Mayoka's almost dead. Changshin, no, no, uh, Motok 
He's been, like, beaten in the head with a cinder block. Mm-hmm. And his eyes all fucking bloody. It's, like, not good. So, they walk out. And then Chongshin blows up the warehouse while the mayor and Taishin watch from a distance. And Taishin's, like, fucking high. He's, like, well, I don't know if he's high on drugs or just high on the adrenaline of, like, mm-hmm. blowing something up and killing people. Which, in and of itself, is really shitty. Yeah. But he's, like, living it. So, again, all the while, Weigan has gone back into Moon and he summoned the territory to protect the Noodle Gang, and he gets them to safety. And, like, thank goodness, everyone is safe. And then also in Yang, when the fighting is happening with Mayok, her son, like, becomes unconscious. Yes. And that was, like, the first sign where everyone up there was like, what's happening? Mm-hmm. And part of me was like, how'd no one up there feel all this fighting? Right. how no one know what was going on? <laughs> like, when Weegan is like, your your feelings are my feelings or whatever, like, mm-hmm. I feel everything you feel. Like, why didn't they feel this intensity going down (laughs) right well i guess like maybe because they are always fighting demons maybe but this is like extra fucking bad if i was a counter if i was one of those three Mm -hmm. i would have been like hey y'all fucked up yes they have him now (laughs) and now there's a ton of them and now it's just us three fighting so thank you Are you going to help us? Yeah. What the fuck? I'd like to speak to a manager, please. Yes. I would like to report this. This is bullshit. (laughs) Who is above the inspector? Because we need some some, oversight. Some bad decision making (laughs) happening. Like, no. For real. I don't like this. 100%. And why, why no one saw this coming? is beyond me. Like, I know. And, like, Motak will eventually kind of say that. He's like, yeah. we fucking told you guys, like, yes, y'all don't we fucking know him. anything up here. They're just in their fucking white palace. Just, mm-hmm. They're all at a table all the time. And what are they doing? I know. They're just, like, playing board games and arranging <laughs> flowers. And Suho's always in his little... Um... He's always on the ladder. Yeah. <laughs> In his oh my filing room. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, also, this is kind of jumping ahead or not really relevant, but I really like Suho's hair. It's, like, perfectly combed mm-hmm. to look, like, put together, but not, like, a K-drama asshole. <laughs> yeah. Where, you know what I mean? Like, it's the perfect amount of disheveled, but parted. Yes. And you can see the forehead. Anyway, so, the counters regroup, and Miss Chu Mayok is taken to the hospital. Uh, Motok escorts the demons and spirits to Young, and like we said, he gets mad at Wigan and Giron and basically blames them for everything. We agree. Yes. Yes. Totally. They fucked up. Uh, the counters drop the evil humans off at the police station, and they tie them up, and they put a little sign on them, which is funny. Um, but, like we said, the mayor and Taishan are, like, super fucking stoked because they think the Noodle Gang is taken care of. And then the mayor mentions, like, okay, there's only one bitch left or something mm-hmm. like that. And, like, obviously it's Zhang Yang mm-hmm. because she is causing problems for those shitheads. And then we kind of, like, in this episode and the next episode, I didn't touch on it a lot because these scenes are really short. But Chongxin and his other demons are, like, roommates now. Mm-hmm. And they are not getting along. Yeah, we should have called that last episode in predictions. Like, yeah, all these shitheads, like, of course they're not going to get along. Mm-hmm. Of course they're going to, like, try to murder each other because they're all fucking insane. Especially the two level three ones. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. come on. Yeah, they're, they're very, like, power hungry and... They don't like to be told what to do. It's, yeah, it's exactly. Like, it almost seems like Chengxin clearly has an agenda. But the husband murdering demon just kind of, like, wants anarchy and mm-hmm. to go shopping and to murder people. Yes. So. <laughs> she doesn't really have self-control and she doesn't think she needs self-control. She's just like, fuck it all. Exactly. Which, 
I mean, I kind of get except for the murdering people <laughs> part. Yeah. <laughs> um. Ba, ba, ba. My heater just turned on, which I didn't <laughs> think would happen, but oh well, it's really cold. Okay. Um. Ba, ba, ba. Okay. So the gang goes to the hospital, and we learn that Miss Chu is in really bad shape. Her brain is badly swollen, and someone feels really guilty because, like, he put them, I guess, in a position to mm-hmm. get hurt, which it wasn't really his fault, but whatever. Blame is complicated. Um, Hana reveals that Chongxin worked with the mayor to try to take them down because she, like, grabbed onto Chongxin and read his memory. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, what the fuck? Like, it's going all the way shitty, to the top. <laughs> how shitty could these people be? Exactly. Um, the shitheads uniting. Like, mm-hmm. awful. So, uh, so Moon is then summoned to Young, 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 whatever, where Wigan and the inspector reinstate him as a counter and they apologize and admit that they were wrong. So Moon says he no longer wants to be a counter to meet his parents, and he has a higher purpose now. I'm like, good for baby So Moon. <laughs> um, but like, obviously that was gonna happen. Yeah. So, uh, the nice moment is interrupted when the spirits realize that Suho and Mayok are disappearing slash dying, and someone's like, "What?" Like, mm-hmm. it's really scary and emotional, and we get a scene where Mayok. We see Mayok become a counter and her near-death experience with her son. And the doctors start to resuscitate Mayok, and thankfully they are successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, like, really intense. It's crazy. I know the scene with her son. Yeah. I, know, I guess, he was I don't know. Stuff. I don't know how they drowned, or how he drowned. What yeah. happened? How'd they get in the water? That's my next question. <laughs> well, I'm wondering, I don't know if this is, like, true or not. Well, people in Korea, like, I mean, Korea's, like, surrounded by water. Mm-hmm. So I think people go out on the water a lot. But there was, like, a big ferry accident. I think in 2016. Which, that would not be the right timeline for this, obviously. But, like... A bunch of people died because, like, there was a fairy, a fairy sink. Mm. And it was sad because, like, I think a lot of those people were high school students. So, I don't know. I'm, like, kind of scared of drowning. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a very good swimmer. Yeah. Like, like I'm not good at all. <laughs> being honest. <laughs> I'm good at, I can, like, stay afloat. I would never go in the open ocean, though. Like, that is fucking terrifying. Mm-hmm. All the sea monsters in there. Like, yeah. I'm Especially with that. South Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there's, like, a fucking the host mutant mm-hmm. in the Gulf of Mexico because all the damn oil spills. Uh, uh, right? Yeah. Have you ever thought about that? No, but okay. now I am. <laughs> <laughs> Those I poor mean, babies in the ocean. I know. Anyway. Down with oil. Yeah. <laughs> um, <sighs> ba, ba, ba. So we're back. The Noodle Gang goes back to the cafe, and Motok tells them that he has started to get his memories back. The group urges Mayuk to rest, because she's like, I'll heal all you guys. And they're like, dude, we're fine. <laughs> Please, <laughs> she, sit down. She's like a total mom. Um, so, Jung Young continues to interrogate Hangyu, and her partner gives her some, like, really strong evidence. And she's like, hey, pretend you never saw this. Like, you had nothing to do with this. You never saw these pictures. And this little guy is so, like in over his head mm-hmm. I feel but he's really brave but he looks terrified the whole time which yeah I would I mean, absolutely be. be terrified yeah um but of course like Zhang Yang 
is a strong woman and is like, I got you. Like, I'll cover for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so she confronts Hangyu and turns the monitors off so her chief can't watch her interrogation. And she shows Hangyu the pictures of the mayor and Changshin and links his burner phone to, like, everyone in his shady fucking group. Mm-hmm. Hangyu looks stressed and asks what he'll get in return for cooperating. Which is an interesting little nugget. Mm-hmm. Because we'll see throughout the next couple of episodes that, like, the group is falling apart. Yeah. They're trusting each other less and less. Yeah. Which, I mean, they should not trust each other, but, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they're all fucked up. Anyway. Uh, Taishin confronts the chief and treats him like absolute garbage. Like, I felt so much secondhand embarrassment <laughs> for the chief. In this scene, because he basically tells the chief to deal with Kim Jong-yong and, like, literally kicks him out of his car. Mm-hmm. Like, with his, like, fucking foot up his ass. Yeah. It's yeah. not good. And the chief looks miserable because, obviously, he's being berated by the gang. And then Kim Jong-yong is like, you fucking suck. And I'm sure he has his own conscience to deal with. So, um, then we're back with the noodle gang. Hana agrees to help Motok regain the missing pieces of his memory. And we see Samun's dad, Sogwon, approach Motok in a barbecue place. Uh, he's super friendly, which weirds out Motok. <laughs> I like how he's like, I'm not into dudes. <laughs> like, he thought he was... <laughs> Please leave. <laughs> yeah. He thought he was, like, being hit on. Um, but Sogwon gets to business and mentions that he's also a detective and how he has seen something fishy while investigating Myung Lee, who's the mayor's election fraud case. Motok keeps approaching Suryong, which is the now chief, and tells him not to be a wuss. We also see Motok get a call from someone who claims to have evidence about Kim Young Min's death. Hana helps Motok remember the phone number. I feel like that person that called him was the girl that works for the mayor. Oh my god. Because when the mayor was like looking at their pictures, she saw Motok and she looked like she was kind of taken aback, like she recognized him. Oh yeah. And I feel like maybe that girl and the girl that was killed were both like working on like the campaign or whatever the fuck together. Yeah, cuz she seems like she's probably in her like mhm mid to late 20s. Mhm. So she was maybe like super young. Or yeah. like maybe, like, right out of high school slash college while she was volunteering. Yeah. When when he was on the phone in that, like, flashback and it was a girl's voice, I was thinking, like, mm. I went back to that that, mm-hmm. that photo scene. That's smart. I didn't even think about that because I was like, who would have been the one to call? Like, Yeah, and I don't know why she would have called or, like, what. Like, I don't know. Well, she I was seems... wondering if it was a trap. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, like. I don't know, like, why, like, how they got this girl, if it is this oh, girl, how right. they got her to do it at that time, and, uh-huh. like, like did they promise her something, and now she's got, like, this, what seems like a good job, yeah. working, like, campaign and stuff. I don't know. But it just seems, like, weird. to not, like, Tation. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Hopefully we'll we see get... if that's right. <laughs> yeah. Motok comes back to the present day and fills in the noodle gang with what he saw in his memory. He immediately calls Jongyong and asks her to look up the phone number that he saw. And she realizes that he now remembers everything and they both look happy and excited since he remembers they were engaged. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. Ugh. This next part. And they're like so, they're both so giddy too. Yes. It's like really fucking sweet it's almost like two people um like if someone was in a long distance relationship mm-hmm, or something mm-hmm. and they're like finally coming back together and everyone's teasing motok about what he's gonna wear and yes things he should say or do or whatever yeah um so yeah so they agree to meet up uh we get a cute scene of motok <clears throat> encounters helping him get ready and then we keep cutting back and forth between motok and Jung Young. So it kind of seems like this is all happening at the same time, right? Or, like, Mm -hmm. around the same time. And then we see them both get to the meeting spot, and Motak approaches Jong-young's car, 
and she's been shot. Uh, End of episode eleven. What the fuck? Yeah, guys. When when they knock on her car, they knock on the window. Uh huh. I was like, oh fuck! Like, who's gonna fucking abduct her? And why are we gonna have to run around and like do all this fucking bullshit? But then he shows up, and she's just dead. I did not expect that. I was like watching on my car uh-huh. in my little phone during my lunch break, and I was just like. Like an audible gasp. Like, (laughs) I was not expecting that. And I feel like we haven't watched a series where a character like that gets killed. Yeah, like an almost main character. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, no, we fought our boys and Descendants of the Sun Mm -hmm. died. But we were also (laughs) like... They can't. No, like, yeah. Like, this is really fucking sad, but they can't. Like, no, no way. Yeah. I don't think anyone's died. Mm-mm. Especially not, like, before the show has ended. Like, we still have... And and not episodes. not like this either, because yeah. you think of, like, Hotel de Luna. Uh-huh. And, like, yeah, she, like, moves on or whatever. She technically, like, dies uh-huh. finally. Yeah. But, like, she was fucking 900 years old or whatever and like that wasn't really sad it was just sad for the relationship yeah and that was more just like magical but this is more like real life setting and it was just oh man that's fucked up i know oh god poor jongyang she was just like out there doing her damn thing like the only person fucking working Mm -hmm. at that at that precinct yeah, and, like, it pisses me off because it seems like the other detectives who are, like, kissing up to the chief, they don't know what's going on. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think they realize, like, how deep or how high this goes. Yeah. And I feel like she's like, you fools. Because, obviously, she kind of knows, like... She yeah. knows enough to get her killed, but ugh, fuck those dumb men. <laughs> those <laughs> dumb, dumb, stupid idiots. I know. The only one committed to justice. Of course. Yeah. All right. I'm going to jump into 11 now. Yes. So we can, so we can do this. Um, all right. So episode 12 says, a heartbroken Motok and the team plot revenge against Shin myung and his collaborators while carrying out with their scheme a human corpse turns up i like how they use the word collaborators yes it it sound like it's a fucking art project or (laughs) something (laughs) all right next tape yes (laughs) um so motak sees jung young's body in her car and he immediately rushes her to the hospital she's apparently still alive and at that point, watching, I was like, okay, so she's going to live. It's going to uh-huh. be a Mayok thing where we're, like, gutted, and then everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so the doctors take her into surgery, but then when Motok's waiting for her, he fucking sees her little spirit orb leave the hospital. So and sad. it like it, like, orbs around him. It's uh-huh. so kind of hovering, and then it just goes poof. So sad. Yeah. But at least a spirit, like an evil spirit, didn't like suck her up or something. Totally, that would have been that would have been worse. Really fucked up. Yeah, like Changshin got her the mm-hmm. husband murdering demon. Yeah, ate her. Yeah. Um, Motuk tries to grieve Jung Young's death, and So Moon accompanies him to the memorial service. There's also a scene where he like finds her wallet, like her wallet fell. Oh, yeah. When they're, like, taking her in, and then he sees the photo of the two of them, and then he's just, like, gutted all over again. I know. Um, yeah. They go to the memorial service, and they have to lay low because everyone thinks they're dead. (laughs) (laughs) They're all They're all still at the noodle shop, though, which I also think is a bad idea because everyone knows they work there. Mm -hmm. Um, But whatever. Uh, Motuk is filled with rage when he overhears the police force spreading a rumor that she actually killed herself. That was so fucked up. So fucked up. It makes no goddamn sense. 
Yeah, like, why would she kill herself in the parking lot? Also, like, she was fine. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I guess they could be like, oh, like, she got too stressed out or whatever, blah, 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 blah. But, like, why would she kill herself in the parking lot? Yeah, and not, not leave any sort of note or anything. Like, yeah. No. Nah. Fucked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guys go back to the noodle shop and Motuk reveals that the police are covering up her death. Motuk says that he saw Jung Young's final moments as he held her and he saw someone with a gold police force watch point a gun at her. And he tells them, you only get that watch if you have served on the force for over 20 years. And part of me thinks it was the chief. Yes. Because I don't know who else has been there that long that's, like, been fucking pissing her off. Yeah. And knows how much she knows. Unless the chief gave his watch to someone. I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it seems like all signs point to the chief right now. Mm-hmm. Um, he decides to reach out to Jung Young's partner, Kang Han Ul, uh-huh. Kang Han Ul, for help. Han Ul fills Motok in on what they were investigating and says he will help Motok try to find who killed Jung Young, even though he's scared. He Motok so will, scared. <laughs> I know. Motok warns him to watch his back and to trust no one. Totally. Yeah, I would be like, Can that's I my motto. Get a transfer. Please. Please. I will still help, but mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. cannot be here. <laughs> Crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the counters keep looking into Jung Young's death and the mayor's gang, and they start to believe that Jung Young was killed after she froze the Taishin group's accounts. Hana suggests they do things, quote, their way, and steal the 5 billion won that the mayor needs. No one should suspect them since, you know, everyone thinks they're dead. Mm-hmm. And the Taishin people can't report it to the police since the accounts are fraudulent. Perfect. And I know. And they know the group will come running to another person with money, which is where Jong Mule steps in. And he's just so good. I love him and in this he's, episode. He's ready. He's <laughs> ready to fuck shit up. He's so yes. excited. Uh-huh. It's so good. <laughs> Um, Motak goes to Young and he tells them his plan and he convinces the spirits to agree to the plan, which thankfully they do because otherwise like this would be impossible. But he Mm -hmm. made a point in saying like these people are shitty and they're like cooperating with evil spirits. Like they know these people are murderers and awful and they're Mm -hmm. still working with them and doing things with them. Like they're just as bad as a fucking demon. Mm -hmm. Um, and... The group at Young is like, all right, go go for it, mm-hmm. but be careful. Yeah. <laughs> Don't fuck up. Um, the counters get to work. Mayok plants trackers on the gang's cars, and it's really funny when one of them almost spots her. Uh-huh. And she just starts calling, like, her dog's name or something. Yeah. And she's just, like, running past him with the car. She's like, just... Mimi, or whatever the fuck <laughs> <Yeah>. she calls. <laughs> the guy's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Um, so Jung Mule hems it up and he says if the mayor can, um, come up. Oh, sorry. I missed a part here. Uh, Jung Mule meets the mayor for the first time for dinner mm-hmm. and he's like coming in as a prospective, um, donor. Mm-hmm. And so the mayor wants to look really good and he wants everything to be great. He wants this donor. Yeah. Big money right here. Mm-hmm. Jong Miel hems it up and says, if the mayor can come up with 5 billion won, he will match it. And they just want to be, like, all fucking dicks out. And they're like, let's just bring suitcases full of money. And, like, I know. That show each other the money. insane. <laughs> what? Like, can't you just show him a bank statement? Yeah, like, seriously. I have the money. <laughs> Crazy. I know. That could, that could be a scam, though. So I, I don't know. I yeah, guess it's true, better true. to see it. That Very much true. money. Um, but Jung Mule does a really good job in playing this role and just like, he comes in as like this really cool billionaire yeah. with like his cool earrings and his suit and his mustache. Yeah. And, and he's, he's like, I've, I've fucked up before too, you know? Yeah. He's like, <laughs> I was in prison. I'm okay now. <laughs> 
I never do bad things. <laughs> um, so Tatian starts to get jealous while the mayor distances himself from him. Uh-huh. And Tatian starts to wonder if the mayor is trying to get rid of them and trying to replace them with, like, other people. Yeah, and he's like, he can't do that because we know his secrets. Mm. Uh-huh. But also, like, y'all are cute fucking shit up like mm-hmm. he probably doesn't want to be associated with you, you while well, he's running for gangsters. president yeah <laughs> y'all are bad news mm-hmm. uh the mayor relays all of this to the rest of his little shitty minions mm-hmm. so chungyu and the others start emptying the bank accounts which is just like that's so much money to empty out i know <laughs> be in charge of uh, they start to place the money in suitcases in the back of a van so it can be presented to Jiang Mule. Meanwhile, the Noodle Gang has been tailing the mayor's crew. They have those same suitcases. They follow the mayor's gang to a parking garage, and they're parked, like, right beside them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they end up stabbing the tire so they get a flat, mm-hmm. and then Motok distracts the gang while Somun and Hana switch the suitcases. So, Mutok is acting as, like, the triple A guy, basically. Yeah, like the roadside assistant. Yeah, and he's got, like, a mask on so he can't see his face, and he's wearing, like, glasses and a cap and stuff. And it's Uh just, like, comedy ensues of him falling and wheels rolling everywhere. (laughs) It's so stupid. And he's like, oh, I got a cramp. (laughs) <laughs> Meanwhile, the Noodle Gang is just, like, throwing suitcases left and right. And it's just like, uh-huh. oh, my God, this is so intense. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the gang brings the suitcases to the mayor's second meeting with Zhang Mule. And he has his suitcases. Mm-hmm. And they end up being filled with water bottles. He opens Yikes. one and he's like, what the fuck? Uh-huh. And then he opens another one. And Jung Mule is just sitting there like, this is embarrassing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and while while the mayor is yelling at Hongyu and Taishin, Jung Mule like very sneakily steals some cups from the restaurant mm-hmm. that have DNA from all of those dudes. Mm-hmm. And um they're like all just kind of yelling at each other. And then after a while, Jung Mule is like, Well, shit happens, I guess. Uh Call me when you have the money. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll be waiting for your phone call. Uh-huh. And the mayor is just so embarrassed. Yeah, he's, like, beside himself. Yeah, he's, like, a little dog with the tail between the legs. Just uh-huh. so fucking embarrassed by what just happened. And he has no idea where his money went. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so good. I you know. I fucking love Jung Wool's face. And his little bodyguard dude or, like, secretary... <laughs> Who's just, like, holding everything for him. So good. He's such a great character. Um, While this is all going on, Changyu heads to the reservoir to pick up the, quote, insurance that Hangyu mentioned. And Changyu has no idea what this is. Mm -hmm. He's, like, totally oblivious as to why his brother is sending him here and what the fuck we have to dig up and why does his fucking suitcase smell so bad. And his brother's, like... (laughs) Don't fucking open it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever you do, do not open it. Do not fucking mess with it. Just get rid of it. Oh, mm-hmm. my gosh. So I know. I'm like, you're trusting this motherfucker? Yes. <laughs> After all the things he's fucked up, you're going to have him go do it. I guess. Who else do they have, right? I know. But, he's yeah. certainly not going to do it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it's a yellow suitcase. Um, and then we come to find out that it is actually holding the remains of Kim Young-nim. So sad. Yeah. The noodle gang finds chung um, about to throw the suitcase in the fire, and Motok stops him. He ends up taking down the gang members and erasing their memories, mm-hmm. as always. Mm-hmm. And then the noodle gang opens the suitcase, they find the remains... And Hana suggests that they take the evidence to a police station that falls in the district of the mayor's political rival. Hana's Good. so smart. Thinking, Hana. Um, Motak remembers a fellow detective that he trusts, and he brings the evidence to him. He tells the detective to confirm the DNA and to keep everything quiet. Mm-hmm. And the detective knows who the people are, and mm-hmm. he's like, if you're fucking right about this, like, holy shit. Yeah, this is gonna blow up. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I'm going to be the one to do it. Yeah. (laughs) As a detective. (laughs) Um, 
So throughout this episode, we are still seeing Chongxin and the woman demon fighting. And she knows about his recorder that he has. Mm-hmm. And he's very secretive about. Mm-hmm. And he comes home one day and she's gone. And the other guy is like, uh, yeah, she took that recorder that you have. <laughs> and then she left. <laughs> and Chongxin just fucking loses his shit. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. And I don't know, like, what made her want to take that. And, like, why why she's so adamant to just, like, stir the fucking Fuck pot. Chongxin, yeah. Yeah, like. After he broke her out of yeah, the jail. Exactly. She just wants to be a fucking asshole. He somehow finds her. And they get into, like, a super intense back-and-forth thing. And then we cut back to the mayor, Taishin, and Hongyu, freaking out about where the fuck the money has gone. All of that money. Mm-hmm. And they start to inge- interrogate interrogate the those, like, shitty game members. Mm-hmm. And those guys are like, I don't even remember anything. Yeah. I don't know what happened. And then Hongyu starts wondering, like, what the fuck? Yeah, did like those last time people could remember stuff. Did those noodle okay bitches people. do this? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, the detective calls Motok back, and he confirms that Hongyu and the mayor's DNA were on Kim Young Nim's body. Uh-huh. And the detectives go to arrest the mayor while the group of the mayor's supporters wait outside. And there's also a scene when Hongyu tells his brother to get the suitcase. There's a scene of him, like, having to clean up the body and take care oh, of yeah. it. So that explains his DNA being there. And I guess the the mayor is the one that killed her and probably sexually assaulted her and whatever yeah, the fuck else. She, and then they said called his the friend. The mayor's DNA was under her fingernails. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he probably did fucked it up and then called Hongyu mm-hmm. to yeah, clean it up. Clean up the mess. <sighs> so the counters watch him get arrested from a distance, but Somun goes to confront the mayor, and Somun tells the mayor that he will pay for everything, but then the mayor asks him how his parents are. Such a dick. <laughs> yeah. And he says, didn't he say, like, they look like they're doing well? I don't remember that. Did, I just remember him saying, like, how are your parents? <laughs> I feel like he, he said they look like they're doing well and looked over at Mayok and uh, Motok. Oh, I Which was confusing that. to me. So I don't know, like, if I read it wrong and if I, like, saw that wrong. Uh-huh. But, it, I mean, it still hasn't come to light that they know who his dad was and how his dad was investigating. That's true. So I don't... I don't know if, like, he's just, like, dumb and thinks that Mayok and Motok are... I don't know. What the fuck? Yeah. I, I totally thought, like, oh, I know we killed your parents, but maybe they don't. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Confusing. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's hard. It's hard <laughs> reading, like, um, sarcasm and mm-hmm. shit like that in another language. For sure. <laughs> I'm reading I'm reading a subtitle. And I'm like, I don't I don't know if you meant his real parents or like his new adopted parents. <laughs> right. Like, essentially his parents now. Um but the episode ends there and I wanna know what the fuck happens next. Uh yeah, yes please. We only have four more episodes left. And like how's the mayor gonna get how's he how's he gonna re- reframe the narrative? Of his DNA being under her fingernails. Yeah, that will be tough. Because he's like, this is political, whatever. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But the DNA don't lie, my dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. So wild. Is the mayor married? I mean, obviously we know he has a son. But... I was going to say he has a son, but yeah, it's the asshole. <laughs> it's, it's the asshole bully. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. They've never mentioned a wife. A wife or a mother. Yeah. Maybe she died. Maybe. Maybe he killed her too because oh he's my an God. asshole. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe she died in childbirth because she gave birth to a demon baby. Oh my God. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> 
Maybe she just divorced him because he he's a cheater and shitty. That that's like the best case scenario, honestly. For her, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my gosh. I know. There's so much. Like, I can't keep my head straight with yeah where this is going to go. I have no predictions, no ideas, other than I think that that girl was the one that called Motok. That's a really good prediction. And maybe she will come forward with more information that will mm-hmm. help. Yes. Um, this isn't a prediction or anything. I just wanted to give a shout out because the girl that plays Hana mm-hmm. sang like one of the, like that kind of like slow ballad song, the slow sad song um, in the soundtrack. I don't remember it. I think it was playing while um, Mayok and Suho's, like, little dreamy Mm -hmm. sequence. But she's very talented. Good for her. Yay! Yeah. Look at you go. Um, But, yeah, I just need to keep watching. (laughs) (laughs) No predictions from me. I usually have a ton of predictions or, like, in our family. Rewrites. <laughs> yeah, but no, I'm just like so ready. I can't yeah. wait. Um, do you have fashion? Yes, God! Never. Okay. Never on this one. I don't really have any fashion except to say two things. One, so the demon woman demon steals an outfit from like an innocent woman Mm, mm -hmm. in a bathroom no shade but that outfit looked way better on the original woman (laughs) yeah it looked weird on her yes and number two it looked like she was wearing pink mascara which is kind of cool (laughs) but i didn't notice it's just because like her eyes looked super pink and i was like well, I didn't know if they made them look pink um, to make her look a little more crazy. Mm-hmm. But I was looking kind of closely, and she had, like, kind of hot pink eyeshadow, like, kind of diffused around her eyes. And it mm-hmm. looked like she was wearing pink mascara, too, like, hot pink. Hmm. Which I looked pink kind of, mascara. Like, pink, like, kind of pop punk. Yeah. Sort of That's vibe. cool. Yeah. Um, but those are my two things. All I think Jungle and Demon. Jung Mil always looks good. Oh, yeah. He always looks great in his suits. He's so cool. Mm-hmm. I wish I was, like, his granddaughter or something. No. <laughs> I don't want to be a sugar baby or anything, but I just want to, like, kind of hang out with him and him buy me stuff. <laughs> Which I guess that is being a sugar baby. I just mm-hmm. don't want mm-hmm. it to become sexual in any way. <laughs> I mean, for some, I think it's just, like, friendship. Yeah. So you're not lonely. Which is so weird. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't know, like, I'll hang out with you. Whatever. As long as you're not annoying. Yeah. Yeah, Just don't make any advances (laughs) towards me. (laughs) We won't have any problems. We're all good. (laughs) (sighs) All right, do you have an I love you? I love you. I love you. I will always love you. I love you. I'll just steal yours. Okay. So you can say it. (laughs) Okay. I just said Motak and Jongyong and what the fuck writers. Like, we only got, I feel like, a minute of happiness for them. They probably didn't want us to fall too in love with their love. So we wouldn't be absolutely devastated. Yeah. Yeah. Because imagine, like, if he got his memories back, like, two episodes ago, and they met up, and then they were, like, all excited, and, like, I still love you. I still love you. I don't remember things, mostly, but I love you. And then Mm -hmm. they kill her. I don't know. It's hard either way. Yeah, like, I I did not expect her to die at all. Mm Mm-mm. Like, that wasn't even in the realm of possibilities for me. No. I honestly thought one of the counters would die before 
Young Yang. Like I just thought that she was going to get kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Like the way the demons took someone. Mm-hmm. And I thought like Motok was gonna have to quickly find her. Yeah. Search for clues and save her last minute or whatever. Yeah, or I thought, like, they were going to get her fired and, like, maybe put her in prison or something. Like, mm-hmm. try to frame her for a crime. Mm-hmm. Which, they could have just done that. Like, they didn't need to kill her. <laughs> like, I don't know, uh, these guys suck. <laughs> yeah, and I guess they thought or knew she was, like, too smart and could mm-hmm. still take them down. But, yeah, super sad. Okay. Do you have any other drama corner or some other thing you want to talk about? No, I haven't really been watching anything lately. Yeah. Other than the show and Drag Race. <laughs> Literally all I'm watching. Yeah, I've really been watching. Um... Excuse me. I'm preparing for shiny's comeback so i'm watching like their appearances on variety shows Mm -hmm. just so i can kind of like immerse myself even more yeah (laughs) and my morning treadmill shows have been that and i also started watching red velvet's like little mini reality show web Mm. series cool yeah i Love SM artists. They're great. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out to Red Velvet and XO <laughs> and Shiny. Three of my faves. Anyway, <laughs> I'm really sleepy. So I'm sleepy too. I think we should call it and go watch some more The Uncanny Counter. Yes, please. Okay, guys, let us know what you've been watching. What we should watch next. There's only... Technically, three more podcast episodes because our awards are coming up. So keep your eyes peeled for the polls. Tell us what we should watch next. Tell us what you think of this pod and of this drama. Yeah, yes, please. And we will talk to you guys next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.